Hi, everyone. This is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Zoe Harcum from our Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit that was held in 2019. Dr. Harcum is an independent author, researcher, and speaker in the field of diet, health, and nutrition. In this excerpt, she discusses how she began to question the accepted nutrition dogma. When you start studying nutrition and you've got an inquiring mind and somebody says, you know, saturated fat raises cholesterol or whatever, you want to know how. And then you go and look to try and find out how and you can't find the answer. So then you have a little bit of doubt. And then you read about five a day and you think, well, where does this come from? And then you research into it and you realize it has no evidence base. And you only need a couple of little seeds of doubt. And then you start questioning everything. And then you become highly skeptical. Instead of going in thinking that something is evidence-based and looking for the evidence, you go in thinking something probably isn't evidence-based. And that's what you then find. You find that there is not one single dietary message coming from the UK or the US government that is evidence-based. And when you tell people, you know, five a day is not evidence-based, it was invented by a group of fruit and veg companies in 1991 in California, and all of those companies had an interest in selling us more fruit and veg. People are astonished. It's like, but this message is the most widely known nutritional message in three continents, 25 different countries. You know, we even have five-a-day coordinators. I say in conferences, you know, you might as well have two fairies. This is how absurd this thing is. And we're just constantly lying to our people. So when I really started getting into this, then you start saying, well, why am I vegetarian? I'm vegetarian because I don't like the thought of eating animals. And I think I can be healthy enough. And it's better for the animals if I don't eat them. And then you realize you've got to eat 39 eggs every single day to get 15 micrograms of vitamin D, which is the US recommended dietary intake, or about 200 grams of tin sardines with the bones and the skin, because that's the healthiest form of, of the sardine. So you then start questioning whether you can be healthy enough. And then you look at the whole planetary system and you come across writers like John Nicholson and Leah Keith. And you actually realize that vegetarian food is destroying the planet, which is something that, you know, you don't want to get into a discussion with vegetarians or vegans about because it's the last holy grail. You know, the the arguments that they'll give you is they personally want to be vegetarian. They personally think it's better for the planet. But the only way that we can rejuvenate topsoil is with ruminants grazing on pastures and rejuvenating that topsoil with the whole microorganism regurgitation that goes on with ruminants and then we have to eat those ruminants because we can't have fields given over to those ruminants doing those great things and then we just move them out the field for a while and then plant soya and grains or whatever that rape the soil of its nutritional value and then try and stick the ruminants back in to try and rescue it again you know we've got too many people on the planet to be able to do that and farmers don't keep animals as pets they keep food and my whole world turned upside down i mean this was my belief system this was how I ate from the moment I got up in the morning. Being vegetarian is akin, it has been likened to being a sort of a religion, it is a belief system. My whole world turned upside down. But when you go with evidence-based nutrition, you can no longer hang on to a belief system 
that is not evidence-based. So if your world gets turned upside down, then at least you've been honest. You know, I've been criticized by people saying, oh, you used to believe this and now you believe this. You'll believe something different next week. It's like, no, I had a belief that wasn't evidence-based. I've looked for the evidence and I've had the courage and the humility and the honesty to say I was wrong. But it's seen as a weakness in some way to say I was wrong. There's a great, great quote from Alexander Pope where he says, for a man to own that he is wrong is but to say I know more today than I did yesterday. So okay, I know more today than I did with an HR VP. That's probably not surprising, given that nutrition wasn't part of being an HR VP, but I know more today. But we have dietitians and some nutritionists and, as you say, medical doctors who are nutritionally ignorant and are not revisiting the lack of evidence base in their belief system. Thank you, Dr. Harkum. Always interesting to listen to what you have to say about diet and our perceptions of what is a healthy diet. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. 